0: Justin Barsha, and you're listening
1: to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is Ralph Shaheen from Fox Sports, the home of Supercross. You're listening to the Moto
2: X Pod Show, and I'm a Niner fan, and we're yeah. gonna take the Cowboys down. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, with co-host Scotty, sometimes TJ.
3: Hey,
1: hey, we are back. Excited to be back for another episode of the Moto X Pod Show. Turn my headphones down a little bit here. What do you think of that new uh, that little new intro there?
0: I like it. Yeah. Sometimes TJ. Sometimes <laughs> TJ. Not often TJ, but sometimes. Thank that God. was pretty cool. Uh, I can't
1: tell you who sent that to us. It's top secret. But I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, he he sent the audio. I added the music in the background. Yeah, I like, I like. it. So I think we're going to start using that uh, this week. It's episode two twenty. Want to thank our title sponsor, Cherbies USA. You guys know it for decades the Cherby's has been a uh, USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. The products that fit perfect, look great, and last, at Cherby's has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit a Cherby's USA.com and support our title sponsor. Follow them on Instagram and let them know you're listening. Also, of course, RaceTech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. That's a mouthful to say. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves, and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Excuse me. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD, all one word, to save. You guys know Fly Racing's on board, X-Brand goggles, Works Connection. We're going to talk about all those guys a little bit later Torque One Racing, R Jerky, promo code Moto XPOD21 to save. I ate a bunch of that watching San Diego on the couch this weekend and watching my 49ers beat up Green Bay. They didn't really beat them up. We'll talk about that if we have some time. I'm sure everybody wants to hear about some football talk.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Berm Lords graphics and jersey ID. Hit up on email graphics at bermlords.com, man, for any graphic ideas, any jersey lettering. Those guys will take care of you. Shock Socks. Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricants, the best oil on the market, promo code MOTOX to save it. Check out Powerband Racing for you uh, WP guys and True Fusion Sports. Tonight we're going to have the True Fusion Sports, Derek Kelly check-in, we're going to have the Racetech, what are we call that now? Man, the Race Tech Privateer Profile, something like, I, I can't even remember what the hell I called it, but.
0: That we're doing that? Yeah,
1: we're doing that with uh, B-Ray. Yeah. Brandon Ray made his first mate at May. San Diego. I'm not real sure how I feel about B-Ray. I haven't talked to A-Ray to see if B-Ray is okay. But until I get the ixnay on the B-Ray from <laughs> A-Ray, I just thought of that on the fly. Yeah. Like I'm like straight up Eminem right here.
0: I, will, I don't know about the word fly, but...
1: Yeah. Whatever, bro, flyracing, flyracing.com. But anyway, yeah, Brandon Ray is going to come on and Justin Hill. He had to cancel last week. Had a lot of people go, oh, surprise, surprise. You know, Justin was sick. Justin's coming on tonight. It's been a long time since we talked to Justin Hill. Really excited about that. Uh, We forgot to give away the AP toy that's sitting here on the table. The, I don't know, the small-scale autographed Aaron Plessinger toy. Let's come up with a trivia question of something, some kind. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's do this. All right. So, Brandon, Brandon Ray made his first main. I want to know what position he qualified in. So, you got to go do a little research, find out what position he qualified at San Diego, and email us, MotoXPodShow at gmail.com. dot having a hard time talking tonight. I just got done stuffing some tacos down my throat. Yeah, it looks good. I'm a little gassy. Ta-
0: Tacos and fries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tacos and
1: fries. But anyway, <laughs> MotoXpodShow at gmail.com. Let us know Brandon Ray's qualifying position at San Diego, and we'll pick a random winner for this Aaron Plessinger autographed toy. I think my, um, my mic stand is broke. So, yeah, lots, lots going on tonight. Yeah, but anyway, keep, keeps you on your toes. <laughs> we're back, episode 290, 220. 290, uh, damn. We, yeah we, we, we skip, skip ahead. to the future? We are jumping ahead to, real quick, talking about uh, Arizona next week. Yeah. Glendale. Well,
0: I guess, yeah, I guess next week. Yeah, yeah, next. not this weekend, but next. next about weekend, a week yeah. away,
1: and you'll be going to your first Supercross yeah. as a I, I had media been guy. I,
0: got I, your... I had been kind of like, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's cool. I've been kind yeah. of telling everybody, like, yeah, I'm doing this, doing that. Yeah. But I kind of, in my head, I was like, you know... It's not. I'm not there yet. It's not official. But when I got here today, you told me that my credentials went through yeah, and Sean, that I'll,
1: Sean email or texted me today.
0: So uh, says you're good. So I'm. I'm now. It's kind of sinking in that like oh It's really going to happen. So yeah. I'm pumped. You know, to me, it's you know, it's it's the next step towards you know growing into this and growing growing this with you. So I'm looking forward to it, and it'll and uh, I I don't even know what to expect. So I'm I'm going to be a pumped. Time. I'm going to be a time. pumped.
1: So hopefully glendale will be as exciting as san diego was
0: you know i i am a little on the fence with the triple crowns i we i've been to one in, in dallas i think it was the i guess the 2020 was mm-hmm. when they did yeah, it. yeah i think so yep. and it was cool i liked that everything was a main but like i don't know it didn't have the same vibe it didn't have the same vibe of the all that anticipation built to them to the main and then so it'll be interesting to see, but I think it's going to make for some good racing. We're going to get to see a lot of little subplots. Yeah, we're going to have Go into a big race. One, futures race, that'll be dogs cool. I going to be racing. That'll be cool. Yeah,
1: we'll have, it's, it's going to be good, man. I, 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 like the, I like the Triple Crowns, but San Diego, two first-time winners. Yep. Jay Sexton, Michael Moseman. One
0: was called, you heard it first on the Moto X Pod show by uh, Scotty T. I, I don't remember I that at it. all. Nope. I do
1: remember saying, you know, I've been on, I've been on the Michael Moseman train for a long time. I really,
0: I was almost two for two because I picked Hunter in the two fifties. Yeah, and he, and if he you hadn't, a go- job done though. Yeah, but I, I said almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we again, Brandon Ray making his first main. So a lot of firsts at San Diego. Pretty cool. Um, we mm-hmm. had we had the Bogle Barsha debacle. Yeah, that was that was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Have you gotten through the Bogle uh, interview? I, yeah, I heard you listen to Pulp when you pulled up. Yeah, that was the. Was I so just, much respect I,
0: for that guy. I, I was. I just finished Bogle and was starting and was in the middle of Cooper. Yeah,
1: so much respect for Bogle with his interview last night. Yeah, I'm sure most of you have already listened to Pulp if you're listening to this, but um, dude, so much respect. That was great. great. Going through some we're, tough times. Definitely so. going to talk about that on the wrap up tomorrow night. But um, yeah, San Diego was good, man. Uh, Mark Banks had some issues, uh, you know. Typical racing stuff. uh, Jason Anderson probably is your winner, if not for the faulty. He
0: was catching them fast. Radiator cap. Yeah. Like, have you watched the the breakdown of when he jumped off the track and then doubled back on? Dude, that was that that whole
1: that whole sequence was unreal. Like, multiple times during that little sequence, could he have just ended his night?
0: Yeah, just completely done. And then, like, I I was kind of having a chuckle to myself. You got to think that Tomac was like. Yeah, yeah, I remember that bike.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to ask him that in the press conference, and I was sort of beaten to it. Um, I can't. I think Iser might have asked someone. Said something about it. Sim- similar question. He just asked, "Did you see it?" But I, my goal thing was, when you saw it, were you like, were you like,
0: mm-hmm, mm, yep. yeah, I've, I've been you know, there. That bud. was what I
1: wanted to ask, but I didn't get the chance. And I actually, I texted Daniel. I was like, "Dude, I want to ask this question. Try to, you know, I, I was hoping yeah. he'd get to me, but." He's like now you he, don't know well, why I
0: wasn't going that fast. Yeah, yeah, he had to.
1: He had to. You know, he has to go through it in the, in the way we put our hands up or whatever. But um, Cooper Webb looked good. Didn't didn't win. Like I think I called Cooper to win, but I think he's getting better and he's stronger as if, the season goes. If so. I'm
0: one of the guys in the top ten, Sexton makes me nervous. Anderson makes me nervous. Dylan looked good. Dylan. Yeah, but I I don't he hasn't proven enough to say I'm nervous yet. Not you, no, know, not yet. But he's on the right path. I will agree mm-hmm. to that. And then if if you kind of got to say, well, like Coop's struggling and he's only a point back, so you got to figure, you got to think that at some point he, he's going to figure it out. And so he makes yeah. he I think those are the guys that for some reason are the ones that make you nervous. And I don't think anybody would ever have picked Anderson being one of those guys, but. He's, if he can keep that going, he's straight up was just going faster than everybody. Dude, you know,
1: I, obviously, I, I picked Dylan Ferranis at the beginning of the season, and I, I got to back off that. Like, it, it's pretty unlikely that
0: Dylan's going to win the championship now. I think he puts in some, I think he wins. Yeah,
1: I think he's going to do well. He's going to get better. But yeah, I think the championship's gone. I kind of shifted to Cooper Webb. I still think it's Cooper Webb. But the next guy behind Cooper, like my now my 1A is Jason. Jason yeah. is a totally different Jason mentally you can see it yeah and he's he's he's, consistently riding really well like we don't see him falling off the pace and almost like where we thought he was giving up we don't see that yet obviously we're only three rounds in but something has shifted maybe it's just the new team new life and he just wants to prove something and uh, I think Daniel Blair last night said that he talked to him and he's like you know I'm not ready to be done and there's yeah. new guys going to be moving up from the 250 class. Yeah. Those guys start moving up. They start pushing us out. I don't want to be one of those guys that gets pushed out. So he has new motivation, clearly. And, I, I wish we could talk to him. Yeah, and I we know, may next and, weekend.
0: I think, I don't know if it was after the first round or before the first round, but I I, I was saying that I I feel like if anybody is a, a plug-and-play kind of rider that can come into a program and – Go into a bike that like they have it set up the way they like it set up, yeah, yeah. and have him come in. I think that he Find was that comfort, yeah. I feel like he was going to be the best guy for that, and he's and he's proven it. I mean, he's straight up. I mean, he he was fast, and so oh,
1: yeah, he's he looks good. I mean, his corner speeds ripping, and
0: and luckily for him, there's so much inconsistency in the top ten that those two, you know, he hasn't he he won and has had two. Um, bad situations happen. Yeah. So to have two bad situations, one good race momentum to build and then not be out of the points lead for everybody to be right there. I don't don't think that uh, he's put himself too far back to where he can't with that speed. He can't, he can come back out of that. Yeah. I think
1: he's, he's definitely in it.
0: I don't know that if, I think if Sexton had finally saw how fast he was catching on him, I don't know if Sexton would have tried to heat it up a little bit and maybe try to, Push a little more because he was kind of keeping that six, seven, eight second range, and then once Anderson started cutting to that, who knows if maybe he picks that up a little bit? We didn't get enough time to really see that because the bike started going out. But right, I, I, I had a, I have a feeling that he was going to catch him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it was very, very likely. And I want to talk about Christian's ride. That but we're, we're yeah. we only got five minutes. Yeah, that, that was before Justin. Well, I guess we got time. Let's. That <laughs> pretty gnarly.
0: What percentage pie? How much percentage do you get of just straight out balls? Impressive ride or straight up? There's just not enough field to hold him back. 50-50? Yep.
1: Definitely not enough field, but like the way he was coming through the field and he was catching the leaders. Also, that's that's, yeah. that's the speed and the and the uh maturity. Yeah, and experience, and and part of it was just the yeah. The field's not that deep once you get past the top six or so he went
0: down hard in that first corner yeah
1: yeah, it, yeah but the in my mind like what i asked him this in the press conference like okay if you and i go we, we're in a race first turn we crash like it's panic gotta, get up, gotta, get up, gotta, yeah. you know me i gotta kick start the bike oh oh i gotta get it neutral oh, oh oh and like he's just checking things out he's looking for the oil you know that he saw he's trying to figure it all out like you know like i'm like dude were you full panic were you having to tell yourself calm down yeah it's okay
0: and it's just like man, he, he, he took just, about a yeah, he, he took about a lap or two, and all of a sudden he just turned, but you but just turn you just saw be it turn on the
1: bike. Like it wasn't like him, like you know we'd be dragging our bike, like, yeah. trying to get it out from the under the other bike, throwing the other guy out off the way, like full panic is how I would be anyway. Yeah, he was cool and calm for the most part. Kept his head on straight. Didn't just like jump on the bike and dump the clutch and take off. He looking back, making sure everything's cool.
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's was, he's a he's a cool cucumber, man. Dude. Yeah.
1: it was impressive. Like if obviously. We've said this, and I mean he's he's the guy to beat. Yeah, and I think that ride right there proved it more than anything.
0: I think so too. I mean, like, yeah, he, he's. I mean, you you got to – hunter. You got to for him. You got to think like, oh, like you know that was the chance to get back into the title thing. And he, you know, he he made the points gap smaller. It's six points now, but uh, you you got to you had to think that he was going to get to maybe like fifth or sixth. That you didn't. Yeah. I don't think anybody thought that he was going to because. The other guys that went down too, Shimoda, Marchbanks, Marchbanks didn't even finish. Shimoda and then there was somebody else that went down too. Shimoda only got to got up to like 7th and he was up before Christian was. So right. Christian passed those guys and then gapped them even more. So he's definitely uh ahead and, head and shoulders above the field and uh if that's his one bad race, then um <laughs> yeah. Then that was I, pretty bet, good, right? Yeah, then I think he's going to I, I think he's going to be okay.
1: Uh does Mosiman win another one this year. Does it get easier now?
0: From the perspective of monkey off his back, yeah, I think he I think he was kind of one of those guys, kind of it, it's kind of funny how it worked out because both main event winners kind of was the same story, like when is he going to win? When is he going to win? And then they both they both won. And so now I think Chase and Michael both have really have got that monkey off their back, so kind of a limited potential to see what they can do. I don't think they I don't think both of them Ceiling just went up a lot, so uh, it'd be kind of cool to see where 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 it takes him. I yeah, don't know. Absolutely. I just Christians just like, I mean he's he's the guy. So yeah. he, if you get in, if I mean Moseman held off Hunter that whole main. Like Hunter definitely was probably a little faster than him, but he he did enough to just kind of maintain himself. So I I. I don't know. It was impressive. I I think that it does confidence boost for him, and who 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 knows what he can do now.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's take a commercial break. We'll be back with Justin Hill.
5: What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intecam. I'm here to tell you about a turbis USA. For decades, turbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories, like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020. They are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kyle's Hockey, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to achirubyusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440, and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajro sent you.
1: Hey, Dad.
3: Great race.
1: All right, our first guest of the night is brought to you. Who's he going to be brought to you by tonight, Scotty? Works Connection. Let's go with Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. Products like industry-standard Pro Launch Start Device, the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more. It's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you, too, can have what the pros use. Tonight, Works Connection brings us an old friend. He hasn't been on in a while, but he's back, Justin Hill. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much, man. I'm happy to be back on here, though. I am so excited, man. When uh, I talked to Julian at A1, and he's like, yeah, man, I, you know, I'm going to talk to Justin. And then I texted you. You know, and you've been busy with life and different things going on, and I, I wasn't sure if you'd respond, and you did. I was like, "Oh, he's back!" <laughs> I was stoked, Dude, man,
6: man. Man, you know, it's 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 funny. I just throughout all my 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 career, it's like I've I've done, you know, hitting this little things, right? little radio shows or whatever it is, and it's just like I I just am not a big uh, I'm not a big social media guy, and I'm just not a big media guy. I, I don't know what it is about me because it's funny. Like my brother's the, the dead opposite. Like he's such the, the, the social guy you know, and he has such a good public face on, so I'm, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just going to like hide in my house. <laughs> just, it, you know what I mean? But I do always enjoy talking to you, man, you know, and I see you out and, and you're, you're such a cool guy. And I'm always thinking, Cat, ah, if I'm going to do it, I need to do dark sides.
1: Well, that I, I, means I, a lot, I, man. And we talked about this before. You stepped away from the sport, well, actually, you had kind of stepped away and you were going you know training to become a sheriff and you're like dude we'll we'll talk after that goes down. You had a lot going on, and you know just things get happened, and we we never really got back together, but i so I want to go back, man, like how yeah. did that all come about dude what, what i I guess you've always wanted to be in law enforcement, like how did that come about? How did it go? Give us the background on that,
6: yeah. You know, it's funny because I've always I've always had it in my mind. It's something I'll, I've always wanted to do um, For for me, growing up um, I You know, I'm just, I'm from the sticks I, I've always been a country boy I've always had the country boy values And I, and I thought that would uh, Be kind of the, the, the a Career path that would suit me just For a lot of things. I'm, I'm, I'm An active, athletic Guy, and, and I feel like I, I have some other skills that would suit the job And Um, you know, so it's funny, it's kind of no matter where I was in life, I I was always thinking at one point in my life, I'm going to go try to do this. Like (laughs) I I really want to give it a shot and see if, see if it's for me. And, you know, truthfully, it, it only, it only isn't for me in the state of Oregon. It's so (laughs) sad to say, um, not to say that there isn't, I I guarantee you that there's a thousand other problems that I would find right in a different state if I was in law enforcement in that state, right? but, but being a cop kind of ruins you for your, for your area. Like, and for me, I, for me, where it went, where it was exciting was that I was, I was doing the, the job. You know, I, I got, I got sworn in. I, I was, um, I, well, originally I was going to be a few weeks with my phase one CEO and then uh, like a, a week or so with my second phase, you know, before I actually went to my, deep serve case to go to the academy. Okay. Um, so I was, so I was um, in uh, f for a, a little while, like patrolling and the calls were mine and I was doing it. It was, it was wild. It was so fast. You know, it happened so fast. Um, but to back up from there, like when I first got into, when, when I first pulled the trigger and said, yeah, this is something I want to, I want to do. I was definitely encouraged. I had, I had two good buddies that were on with uh, DCSO, which um, Doug was, County Sheriff's office is full of 11 out of 10 dudes. Like you, you, you'll never, it's the thing that I miss probably the most about doing it is you'll never have that many good people to work with. I mean, they're really the the quality of our area. And awesome. so it's, it's, it's it was great. I got to know some of those guys and, but yeah, two of my buddies, um, that I knew, um, my, my one buddy is a, is a, a Sergeant in my, uh, portion of the County up here in North County. And, um, and my other buddy, my riding buddy, is um, he just had retired. But before he did, I, I went and rode around with, with both of them. And so they were kind of like, "Yeah, you know, you know, not necessarily twisting my arm, but just showing me the, the the cool side of the the job, right?" And and I was and I was jazzed about it when I went out with them and seen it. And I'm like, "Oh, this is definitely something I can do. Yeah, you know, I could I could myself doing the day day, in day um, you know, with this and." and I romanticize about the nine to five guy. I have so much respect for like the <laughs> clock in, clock out guy. Like yeah. I really do. I always have. And, and I've always been like a worker bee like that. Like I'm, I'm really blue collar in a lot of ways. Um, so being a professional athlete and limelight guy it doesn't suit me. Another reason why I'm not a big media guy. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I rode around with my, with my couple buddies. Um, and then I'm like, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to do it and, and and kind of start, start getting into the hiring process. And and I was graciously put, put through, you know, I was um, the old saying of it is who, you know, I mean, in, in this situation, it really was, I had, I had some really, really great people on my side, people singing praises for me as the type of person that I am. And, and I was able to, to get in and I was really, really proud. I was like, I, I, you know, the, the pride when I, strapped up the boots and, and, and was a uniform man. It was great. I was, I was so, I was like, you know, I'm not dull. I'm not worthy thing. Like, it was neat. Um, and, but what really was like kind of the beginning and the end for me was my big, my big drive to, to be in law enforcement, um, is to chase dope. I really, I, I, in my area, especially I see what the dope does.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: It's so, like it, and it, and it, my my that was my, my one big motivation, and you have to have one. You have got to have one in law enforcement. Like you, if it's if it's chasing DUIs and you find that to be the most important thing in life, and you do that, then that's great. If it's you know, you, you, there's there's certain things that guys are like, I think that is the heinous, and I want to change it. Right. And that's, okay, Yeah. It's very important to have that motivation. So for me, it was the dope. I was like, I want to do everything in my power. And I'm going to spend all day getting these dopers, let, you know, jamming them up every possible turn, and, and, and letting them know that I'm here to, to stop this problem or, or help with this problem. And so, right when I had got in and kind of started—not in in, but like I was, let's just say, like thirty, forty percent through the the um, hiring process. We had a massive change in the state of Oregon, which is Measure One Ten, which is uh, all drugs under a specific amount are decriminalized completely. Oh, okay. So you, if you get caught with with a, a gram of meth, you 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 get a ticket like you're speeding. You know, <laughs> okay. You get your miles, you get your ten miles an hour, you know, moving violation. Yeah. Speeding ticket for having a gram of meth. You wow. know, so it's just silly and nowadays it's like the it's you know the fine is even less now it's like sixty bucks. It's if you 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 don't and if you call a certain number for these rehabilitation centers, you can get a you can get out of it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay. It's yeah. so silly. And that and it was it was listed on our ballot in a very in a very bureaucratic way of of um fluffing it on one end and just it being an absolute, you know, evil thing on the other end, which was Um, kind of a front piece, like saying, you know, would you um, like to allocate, you know, X amount of funds from um, certain uh, drug offenses to create these rehabilitation centers? And it's like, it sounded great. And then you read the back and you're like, um, heroin and meth and LSD, all this, it's all decriminalized. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) hang on, that's different than what you just said. So it got really weird um, really fast and the department, you know, credit to the guys that are there for the long haul that are just like, dude, these guys take it on the chin bad. I mean, they really do. And they're, and they're, they still show up and they still eat shit on so much every day. <laughs> it's like that, that is the toughest job in the world. Those dudes literally deserve to be the guys getting paid the NFL salaries. Like they need the flip flop and these guys need to get paid because that's, and, and, you know, not to say that they're a, a low paying, you know, they make, a, they make a good wage and there's, t- there's plenty of work there too. If you're a worker bee and you just want to get after it, you spend a lot of hours in that patrol car. I mean, a lot.
4: Okay. And yeah.
6: so it's, so it's pretty, it's, it's a good deal if you, if you just live and breathe it. Um, the things that I found about it pretty quickly was that, um, I'm a really, really active guy. I've always been very active. If I'm not training on a bike, I'm training on something else. And if I'm not training on something else, I'm training on something. I've always I've been always been really athletic and active. Now being in a patrol car sitting for like twelve hours every every shift was a really like it, it was kind of a peek into my future of that job very quickly. It was like in a in a couple of months, I I, I was feeling some pretty big health declines almost immediately. So yeah, I can it imagine. was pretty it was just very, very different. And I don't think I'm suited for it, for that. There's a lot of things in the job that I'm not suited for, for sure. Um, But I think that was probably the one where me and my wife were looking at each other just going, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if this is it. No, yeah. cause, uh, I, I, and I was, I was seeing, you're a really busy person too, when you're, when you're in law enforcement. I mean, you just don't, you you have the time, like so, some days it's nice to have your three days off sometimes and, and there is some, there's tons of perks with the schedule, but you you kind of don't feel like doing anything. And I'm a really extracurricular guy. Like I really like to do, as you know, and how and as the whole community, I'm sure is frustrated for the last ten years with me, as I like to do other things other than just one thing,
4: right? Yeah, that's funny. So <laughs>
6: yeah, I mean, it's 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 something that um, I was I was like, yeah, this is. There was a lot going against it, um, and really the the big driving force would have been if I could have chased the dope, I would have I would have stayed in it and made the better, and tried to make the better of it for sure because that that end goal that goal was there.
4: For
1: yeah, me to chase they took it away.
6: But with that with that gone, it was very very hard for me to find the motiva- or find the motivation to to settle down for the next twenty five years to do that job, and also you know i was so unsure about it at that at that point that was the big reason for my for my kind of dramatic like um you know descent. you know when i i resigned rather quickly because my department which i still to this moment have so much respect for and i just god to do what they do is pretty is pretty gnarly and i and i it's not lost on me you know um i was about to you know, make them spend a lot of money on me. Sure. Uh, So it was like, oh, I hum haul and go and make them make this big investment in me just to just to resign like, you know, three months after I get my certification, you know, that to me, that didn't feel right. So I was like, I'm going to put myself in a worse position by doing this now. But it's like, I feel it's the right thing to do kind of deal. So we just did that. And, you know, initially I was kind of lost. For a second, because I'm just like, okay, the thing that I thought I wanted to do for my whole life, I don't want to do, you know. <laughs> so there's that, and you know, I still don't want to go back racing at this point. It's like I still don't have the, you know, I, I really, when I, when I took my year off, it was the best thing in the world that I could have done as far as my motivation for racing. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, didn't, I just didn't have, have it. I was really, really, really burnt out, and as somebody might be after doing something since they're three, like, you know, for now.
1: <laughs> of course. So, yeah. It makes sense.
6: There's, there's that. And you know, when it came down to it and I took my year off and then I went, first I went, um, and work, worked over at the, at, uh, this, uh, tire center in Roseburg, the tire center. My father-in-law, he's been working at, he's been working with these guys for like 30 years. Like he's the OG over there. So I, first I'm like, I'm gonna go sling tires with him, like he's my buddy, you know, and, and <laughs> it was actually a ton of fun. I had a bunch of fun working that job. And um, that was kind of what I did while I was in the in the um, the process of getting hired at, at the
4: sheriff's office. And, okay.
6: Yeah. Um, so I kinda did like a couple different like little nine to five things and I got some got some normal life uh, work experience which and that's the thing, too, is now it's like there's, there's, all, there's light at the top at the end of the tunnel for me as far as just my life because I really enjoyed some of the stuff I did off of racing, you know. Um, but when when kind of the calendar year hung up, it was like, okay, I'm 26 and I like really want to go race again. I, had a, I, I feel like I'm having a really fun time on the bike. I'm just really digging it. You know, my my daughter's a little bit more grown up now. We're kind of in a slightly different family transition. So, mm-hmm. my daughter was first born. It was literally I could care less what I did. It didn't matter. I just wanted to just watch her grow up. And I get and I realize now that I still get to do that in in almost every capacity. And and maybe even with a little bit more freedom if I'm racing. And you do you do kind of almost have to just buckle everybody into this big ship called the, the sport and just you guys go around together. Right. So,
4: yeah. Yeah. There's some
6: advantages with, with, with doing it for a living still. So I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm 26. I'm really enjoying riding again. I think, I, I think I ought to jump back in. I mean, I took one year off. What, what kind of an edge have I lost in, in one year of actual rest? You know, it's like, so, you know, that's where the, the deal came up and really, I just wanted to get out and train, train with Michelle. Yeah, you know, we, our whole our whole lives spent together and the years that we were you know roommates doing this sport together we never really got to like actually work together that like to the capacity that we wanted to so um so i was jazzed to get out there and just work with him um and honestly we had we really had a plan and it really as far as the uh, our physical side you know my physical side me and him coming together and writing our programs up and doing, you know, when, when we were able to execute what we wanted to, it was, I was really excited because I, truth I was in the best shape of, of my career. I felt, I felt like I was really, really, really ready to go. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a shame that I didn't get to show that, you know, this time around, but, um, honestly, it's. You know, I hate to say, I hate the "it is what it is" thing because it's just life is what it is. Yeah, you
1: you don't, you don't really, you're really not in control. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's really hard to be.
6: It it really is. But um, but at my older age, it's like I'm really starting to try to like grasp for more, (laughs) grasp for more (laughs) control over what I'm doing because I, I don't know. You know, as I get older, I just it just I make obviously way less knee-jerk decisions and and obviously (laughs) have a lot more time in it, I I feel like, I feel like I have all the tools necessary now to really do this thing. Right. So, which is exciting, you know, if I get if and when I get kind of the shoulder back to where I really, really feel it's a hundred percent again, I I, I'm excited. I really want to just go right back to it. I haven't lost the, if anything, I'm just like, really longed for it I'm really longing for it more now because of the 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 level that I reached and I kind of got there quick like I didn't expect to I didn't expect to it, it probably took me two or three weeks to feel like I was really getting a speed back already
4: okay yeah uh,
6: and and then the the conditioning came even quicker than I thought it would too so it's like and, and I, and keep in mind that the year that I spent off, I was, I was literally, you know, not riding, not running, just lifting weights. So I was 200 plus, Just I was just, I was lifting, lifting.
2: Right. So I was
6: like, dude, this is going to take some time, bro. I'm going to have to go like this. My body's going to have to go through a complete change. Right. Well, yeah, I did. But as soon as I lifted, and, as soon as I stopped lifting and started running, it just, it just happened really quick. It, it was like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm good. I feel like I could still kind of, you know, like lose a little bit here, you know, and touch my shoulders again. That'd be nice and this and that, but it's like, it was no, it wasn't as big of a of an issue or, or anything as, as I thought it would be. It was, it was almost like I spent the last year just strength training, and now I can just start my program over. So, it was kind of, you know, seamless in a way. Um, you know, obviously, now is kind of the monkey wrench, you know, and injury is what right. is what puts everything kind of back on hold. It's like, I didn't have an injury for a year. I just lifted weights and did normal jobs. And I <laughs> forgot like,
1: about the injuries.
6: I, yeah. Like I honestly, my body was just like, my oh God, dude, like yeah. you don't do this stuff all the time anymore. And, and you know, maybe I grew an inch back. I don't know. But, um, but it was, yeah, it felt really fresh and, you know, but more than anything, obviously the mindset was fresh, which was kind of the whole point. And you know, when, when I told, when I told my brother, <laughs> that, I, that I wasn't gonna race in in 21. Um, he was just like, dude, stop it. Yeah, you right. Are yeah, serious. I'm just like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm I'm like, Josh, I'm serious. I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna race this year. I'm like, I'm like, look, there's these things that I want to do. I have all these other aspirations, right? That I that I want to do, and and the, and the love for this isn't there right now, you know. And I'm like, and I'm like, maybe it will be back in, Three weeks when I've just finally made the decision. <laughs> Maybe it'll be back in a year. Maybe it won't come back at all. Yeah, I really don't know. But here's the thing: like, I don't have it right now, so there's no like, there's really no need to even discuss it further. Like, I just I don't have it right now, so I'm not going to go make take this bigger risk and do all this, right? So, doing you know, I, I was able to kind of just like tie up some other loose ends, spend some time with my kid, and do this and that, and. Then when like I said, when the buzzer of the year went up, it's like, oh shoot, dude, I really would like to go back. And and it was kind of spur from we went and did this this local race up here at Washougal, and and I'd only I went and rode like a couple of times the whole year. And I I went up there and, and I had to race Benny, Benny Bloss, and and uh Beer and a couple of the other guys, and and it was like I, I didn't really have anything in, in, in line to go do that. Like I wasn't really riding fast. I wasn't in shape at all. I had half a lap and it was the worst arm pump of my life. It was just lifting. I wasn't
1: riding. Yeah. Yeah. I get so, that. I totally. get understand so it, it that. Was,
6: it was horrible. And, and I went up there and r- race these guys and we signed up for three classes. God forbid we sign up for two and give me, you know, a little bit. But anyway, we signed up for three classes, right? So, I'm banging back to back on the 20 minute motos up there. And I'm like, okay, dude, when I finished the, I was sitting there with my uncle when I finished the weekend and I'm like, I'm like, Chuck, I'm just so, I'm so disappointed that this is the level of racing that I have right now. I mean, I'm so disappointed. Like I've never, you know, I haven't felt like this is what I could do on a bike. I don't think ever. I think I've always, my whole life felt like I could do more than that. Even when I was sitting, even when I had a a busted ankle laying there, you know, whatever, I was like, it it always felt, it always felt like I had some, I had it in me more than that. And I'm like, I think I gotta go back to the drawing board and see what I want to do here. And so that, so it was like, it was almost like rock realizing that I was physically at rock bottom as far as bike ability. It was like a really big deal for me. I was like, oh, I don't like this. I, I can't. I can't be me and suck at this. It's not okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love, hey, let me let me, add, let me say a couple of things here because you're giving us so much good information, and I, there's a lot of stuff that you've said that like I'm super impressed with. Like you're still racing in twenty, but you realize you don't really have the passion to look for. Like I want to spend time with my kid. I want to see my kid grow up, and, and you you could have like. The, I mean, I want to ask you about this in a little bit, but the rumor was, you know, there was a contract on the table from MCR and you chose to not deal with it. Like you knew I'm not there right now. I have this other passion well, I want to uh, explore. And, and then you, you yeah. decided to go explore becoming a sheriff, something you want to do. And then, you, you know, doing that and you realize, okay, it changed in the process. They took the passion I had for it, the, the, the goal that you talked about, and that went away. So I don't want to do these guys wrong. And, and then you realize, well, I needed some time off the bike. You know, like everything you're saying is impressive. And it's like these real, realizations of your life in just a couple year period that, I don't know, it shows a lot of maturity. I think it's really interesting the changes you've gone through, the the life ups and downs or, you know, it's just really interesting.
6: Well, I mean, to me, to me, it's just like a bunch of growing up. Like I, you know, I had... it's hard to like, it's hard to change your mindset. I feel like. So when I, I, in in 20, I feel like 20 could have been like such a great year. And, and and honestly, in a lot of ways it was, I was super, super motivated because I was obviously going, you know, from, from kind of the struggles that I was having really just to get the Suzuki set up. Mm -hmm. It was like, and, and that's a whole, you know, not to go, sideways again but that's a whole nother thing (laughs) bringing my what i know right this second back to like my years at at jgr to kind of like the old saying of like helping them help me right it's like i think that could have been very different so it's it's uh it's just a bunch of growing up like these little these little you know diversions that i've had um but like you know the year 20 that you touched on it's like i had um two two races that a hundred percent like all day long kicking myself should have been podium races, you know, a little bit earlier, you know, kind of early to mid season in 20 was, you know, I was fast every, every weekend. Like I had the speed I had, it was like, I was really starting to come into my own. And, um, obviously my best finish in Tampa and then even Daytona, I think, I don't know what I ended up eight or nine at Daytona, but it was like a uh, a way way back start, a crash, a this, a that, and yeah. still like it didn't matter. It seemed like I was I was I was in the the kind of in the money, so to speak, like you know in the thick of it, within those top you know anywhere from eight to to four guys, like that's who I was battling with, and it seemed like I was on an upward roar like i was really starting to get it and you know truthfully it was just derailment of the whole series you know when that happened and being off the bike for that whole entire time then by the time when we come back to salt lake and i and i had no but no bike time at all i was so i i thought the days of showing up with the issues and, and not being able to be fully prepared were behind me. And then when I showed up at Salt Lake city with no, with no ability to have the preparation that I needed, that was like the, that was like the, 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 not the straw that broke the camel's back, but, but I would say club mindset wise, yeah. that really took it out of me. The seven weeks of just like, okay, I'm at zero. These guys are still kind of hanging out at 80, you know, and I need to be at 80 in, in, in four days or whatever it is. Right. 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 Like like that's so, so it's so much to to ask of yourself, mindset and, and body. So at the end of 20, you know, like you're saying with that transition, I'm like, am I really ready to go, to go through this again where it just kind of seems like there's no end to all these little things that, that derail what can be great. And that's, and you know, I'm just sitting here just with my you know, everybody with their tiny violins playing, right? It's like, oh, it's so hard. But yeah, it is. It is it is the hardest thing and that's why there's a handful of people that can do it. And I of understand course. that. Yeah. Um but at the end of that it was it wasn't about can I persevere persevere? Am I able to do this? And that wasn't a question. I still think I still thought that moment I could still go and win even with this even with this mindset. But it wasn't really like I was, I'm thinking to myself, what's the best case scenario? I go and win. Okay. But what about everything else? It just everything else didn't seem like it was worth it at all at the time. And there was, there was a deal on the table with, with, um, with MCR and I was, and I'd, I'd flown down there to just get on the bike and let them have a look at me and, and, you know, just kind of chat with them about where everything was. and, and, it was kind of like what it really came down to was that, you know, we were, we were trying to, I was trying to have a second to kind of like digest the whole thing and, and, and us kind of come to something where come to terms really where we were both happy and, and, and they were definitely for whatever reason in, in that, um, fall of that year, they were just, they were really, really like, okay, we got to get it done. We got to get it done. Um, And I think they had a lot of pressure probably from Honda. I think maybe Honda was kind of asking for something else and they had something else in their mind. So um, it was just like, it all happened so fast. If, if really, if I could have went back, I would have just been like, Hey, you know, give me, give me a week to, you know, my daughter was six days old when I flew down there to do this bike test that didn't happen because, I didn't have time to look at the contract and then they're like, well, you're not riding without the contract sign. And I'm like, okay, then I'm going to fly home. I'm not, I just, my daughter's six days old. I'm not going to do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> I like, this like, uh, this you know, so, um,
1: your headspace wasn't yeah. where it needed to be for that. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't there. And, and,
6: and, you know, that's not their fault. Right. No. <laughs> they're trying to put together a race team. And, yeah. you know, so for this moment, I, 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 I'm now as I'm sitting here, I'm like, you know, I would I would be pumped to be right back in that position right now. You know, I'd be like, oh cool, you know, let's hey guys, let's resume and and you know, I'd be like I'd be jazzed about it. But at the time that wasn't that wasn't where I was. I'm like I'm not feeling it. So, you know, there there was there was something on the table, but ultimately I wasn't I wasn't ready for it. And then really what I wanted to do was kick around just some, some other ideas where I'm like, I'm not ready to just leave motocross and not look at a dirt bike, and even though that's kind of what you want to do when, you, when you're when you not feeling it, right? You kind of sure. just don't want to look at a dirt bike. I mean, I don't know how many guys I've heard, you know, top-level guys that after after uh, Ironman, they're like, I don't want to look at a dirt bike for two weeks. Like, I just don't want to look at one. Yeah. And, and, it, and it makes sense, you know? You, you just, blood, sweat, and tears all over that bike for, you know, the calendar year, and you're, you're tired. But like you know you don't want to look good like I get it so that's where I was um but I was like okay let me just you know not do a knee-jerk thing and just see if there's a way that I can stay in the sport and kind of do some things and 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 but without really making this um this violent commitment at uh, a series that my heart may or may not be in you know and so that's where I was like thinking I might do kind of what my brother's doing and and start start doing um marketing for different companies and, and, and doing the free ride thing and doing select races. And he, John, but here's the thing. Josh is a genius with this stuff and I am not. That's the problem. Like I, he, he's super, super super marketable. The way that he goes about it is not like and he's a great promoter and he's a great promoter of himself. And I'm none of those things. So like if I fall backwards into a thing where I'm riding for somebody you know in free ride and, and making a marketing you know, kind of doing a marketing position, that's definitely, like I said, an ass backwards. Like I, I, I am gonna trip into that. If that ever <laughs> okay. happens. It's right. not because of my own ability to like <laughs> grow that stuff. Yeah, and so, but I was I was thinking about it, and at the time I was I was on the phone with Chipmon, who I think is just a great dude, and I really wanted to do something with Chip. I'm like, hey, let's put something together where maybe we. Maybe we uh do the series, and then we kind of tested the bike and we're like, "Ah, oh, we don't have a lot of time and and so the kind of the race team thing kind of more or less went by the wayside for the whole seventeen obviously and then and I was like, well, what if we did a half social media thing where I you know I could pick up these sponsors and do this and then race three or four or whatever, and whatever we get to it." Chip was just like, yeah, for sure, man, let's do that. And, um, and then I come up with a different idea. And he's like, yeah, sure, let's do that. You know, he was just behind. He's like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And I was like, this is rad. I'm like, if only I could have had a guy like this the whole time. You know, right. kind of thing. And, um, you know, so it was cool and we did some of it. But And then ultimately, what it, it just came down to me. I'm just like, okay, I've been giving this a try. I want to race, but I don't want to race. And it's just like, I felt so, I, I, my head is spinning. I, was like, I felt like I can't. I can't really nail down what it is I'm doing or why I'm doing it. So I kind of just need to do none of that and just be a normal guy for a while. Yeah. And I dig that. It, it, it worked out for me. It really yeah. did. Because now I'm not afraid of being a normal guy, which I never was because I've always felt like I am just a normal guy. and just, If I do normal stuff, I'd be happy. And I, and I was, and I am. So it's great because I got to see that and, now i'm not scared of when this is when the whole professional motorcycle riding thing is over again, which it will be here in a few years even if I did everything perfect right so right, right. You know I, I have i have a, uh, another five years if I do everything right and I, and and don't have another big you know injury like this one so I'm not afraid of going back to the to the normal thing and 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 you know I also it was good for me because I developed a hunger again to go do it. And I realized you don't realize until you start from zero somewhere that you have, like I keep telling everybody this is like, I have a PhD in motocross (laughs) more than the years required to have a PhD in motocross. I have my doctorate in motocross, right?
1: Yeah. I like it.
6: But if you do something else, you don't, You you don't have anything. You're starting from zero, which I love learning and I don't have a problem doing that. And now I know that, but you still have a in motor car. Like, I still have a THC in car. So why? So to me, it's almost like I, I really do feel like I should use it before it's gone. I really do. And, and I, and not because, not because of, you know, that's somebody's opinion. Like
4: <laughs> yeah. that's
6: just how, I feel. and, and, and I don't think that it's, it's wrong to try. Um, it's, it's a really, really stacked division the division I have to go race in. You ain't lying. Yeah, the <laughs> most amount of champions, the most amount of just impressive people. Watched him chase when the other night, I'm like,
4: God damn,
6: that dude's solid, man. You yeah. Know, that's what you got to be right now. And, and I, and I, but that's exciting. I'm like, I, I'm, I was watching that going, I think that I can be that solid. I really do. But it, it's going to be a matter of putting it all together and, and, and finding, um, finding where that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It makes know, sense. Sure. And, and, and all that. So it's, um, but I really, I really do more than ever right this minute as I'm sitting here with my stupid bum shoulder watching these races. <laughs> it's like, I'm really, really jazzed about it. I, I love the idea of going and using my talent and doing this, but you know, obviously now I have a little bit of weight, of
1: weight to yeah, I I'm, I love everything you're saying, dude. I am so jazzed on this interview. We don't have a lot of time left with you, um, Scotty. Wanted to ask you something. I, I was just
0: gonna say, it's just kind of funny how like you you how you've gone through this whole thing, and it's like, it's kind of we we you know we're all the same because you know me and Darkside here are your normal nine to fivers. We have these normal jobs, and then we do what we're doing right now as that little different you know step onto the other side and see how that you know we we want to be as part of this industry as much as we can so that's why we do this and it's kind of cool to see you how you did you are in that industry and you wanted to see how other our, our life was and it's i think that's going to be good for you in the long run yes yeah, however however you long you stay in the motocross industry doing what either racing or whatever you go to after this it's cool that you had that life experience and i think a lot of people need to do that you know jmart did it Zach did it. A lot of those guys had that kind of time where they They were, whether it was injury prone or not, you know, they had that time to have that life experience. And I think it changes their perspective. I want to go racing. Yeah. I want to go back racing. So I I just thought it was cool.
1: The most impressive thing though, that you're saying that I'm taking away is that you realize, and this is good for your wife and your daughter that I, I don't, I'm fine. If I, when I don't race, like I'm ready for quote unquote, regular life. If that means working a nine to five, I'm cool with that. And that's, the most difficult thing for a lot of the guys in your career, right? You got the limelight, and you just said you don't really care about all that, but the, the limelight, the fans, the money, the superstardom, the magazines, that's hard to step away from, but you're like, yeah, I'm cool. It, it,
6: yeah, no, but that's that's like my message to all this, to these other guys. It's like, dude, understand that when this is done and, and you can settle into it to kind of look, that's when you let the hair down, man. Like that's 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 when you get to to enjoy. Yeah. The photos of what you've done, the head start you have on life now. If you're a guy like who totally can a hundred percent retire right at twenty four. I mean, that's one thing, right? But if you're a guy, it's it's gonna be a lot harder to do that for the guys coming up from here on out because there's so much talent. You're not you're not getting the the. That Carmichael smoke everybody all day long, make the million and get out. Yeah, right. God, right. It's really, really, really difficult. It's just more staff. It's, there's more talent. Um, but that's what I had to say to those guys. Man, like, don't worry. It's all cool. Like, you, you're gonna get done with this, and then you're gonna do something else. And there's always money too. If you're if you're if you're a motivated person, and you want to make money. You can make money doing. You can really make good money doing anything. Right. If true. You really- after it, and I'm 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 really big into into invest investing, and I am really big into building things, and I'm really big into real estate. The idea of all that, and and to me, it's like I, I could go in theory if I set myself up even a little bit better, and that just opens up some more doors for me. Like if I want to go and and just take a year to go build a couple houses and flip them, like I can do that, you know, and then that's. That's really, like, actually what I dig. Like, I find the most kind of, I just really like looking at something that's nothing, not there, and just from the ground up doing something. I really, really dig that. It's more fun to be than almost anything. So, it's like, if you have some sort of interest, there's going to be money there for you. So, there's there's not a whole lot. I feel, like, I feel like guys are really high stress on them. I feel like that's why they don't have as much fun in the sport as they could. Like yeah, they could have yeah. so much more fun if they didn't trip about the end, as
4: right. much.
6: Um, so that's where I'm at right now, which is a great place to be, honestly. And and you know, like to this point, I've learned so much, like I I, I don't I, I really you know, I really wish that I could just inject what I know into my into my twenty let's just say like winter of twenty fourteen self. Sure. I, I, of to,
0: course. I, we all do, just, man. Just, we so, all do. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's
6: crazy what you what you collect and on accident too It's like I, I co- I've collected so much so much knowledge in the last two years on accident that like <laughs> now I'm jazzed to go use it so awesome um, yeah I mean that's 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 where I'm at man I'm, I, unfortunately I have to sit here and just I get to just sit here and bench race about my life and where and where I am with a bum shoulder I just I, all I really want to do now after all this time is go ride and the fact that I was literally one day away from flying alley and showing up yeah. on dress day, have you know obviously the malfunction and the crash and the and the and it's just like gosh damn it, it was yeah. so close, and you know so it's a bummer and 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 I hate you know I hate the fact that everybody seems it always seems to be in the dark with with me as well, and I don't really like that because I it's funny like I'm if you saw me at a bar you just know everything about me.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah but you know, yeah, but,
6: but I don't go but i I have such it is like nails on a chalkboard for me to write like what's going on in my life as like a social media update. I just hate it so much, like so, yeah, so anyway, hey. that's my advice to everybody in the industry, if you really want to know the story, you're just gonna have to bump into you
4: somewhere,
1: I dig it, man i again justin i'm I'm so thankful that you came back on. Uh, I know it's been a while, and I mean, I've always really enjoyed talking to you and visiting with you, talking about music and all the good stuff. So, um, I hate that we got to let you go. We got a couple other guests it's lined up. It's
6: all good, man. Let's let's do it again. Let's just do it again soon. Let's not have such a big
1: time in between, and, and um, we'll, we'll we'll bring something else up. I'll hold you to it, man. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, oh, real one real quick, one. Th- I just wanted to ask: if, Have you and your brother ever raced each other in the same premier class before? Like actually, like you know, like um, an actual professional thing, not not just like a. So
4: we
6: not really no we've we've had a, a we've had a one-off race where we raced it uh we raced it in yeah. 2014 when i jumped up to a kpm 450 that time mm-hmm. um man, other than that no we okay. so we have a vintage race every year um at uh at the eugene eugene tractor we do a race for the cure and okay. we we battled so hard on 94 95 252 trips <laughs> <That's> awesome, <laughs> and uh i went to one so no it's not a big deal or anything but i went two one <laughs> and uh yeah we we battled hard there and it's funny we race each other obviously here and there when, when it's just it's funny me and josh are never never seem to be at our peak doing the same thing at the same, same time.
4: time yeah
6: and, and it's like you know, because when he just, because he, he, when you guys see this to it video, um, it's, it's nuts, but he did this big jump and I don't want to reveal too much about it, but he did this huge jump over this bowl with his park and, and he, he lands and he messes his foot up and that he, he rode in France hurt with his, he has a bad foot always. Right. And then he has this one good foot. Well, his one good foot got hurt. Oh. So when he raced in France, he had, a, he had the bad good foot and then, <laughs> So I was like in the full swing of my training i was, I was really chomping with a bit of go racing and i was I was really ready when he came out to ride with me in South Carolina, so he was like not quite there and you know so it's, and then other times it's like I'm just getting back on the bike or whatever, and he's in full swing so it's just we're never like me and Josh never have seemed to be in our at our peak at the same time doing the same thing to like answer the age old question of like which hill brothers like fast uh, you know so. Maybe someday it'll happen. I don't know. Say, hopefully
0: but, we get but, to see it. Cause I, yeah. I was, I'll be looking forward to that. Josh, man,
6: he's so, he's such a savage. It's like watching him. I get, I get so much joy just watching him go from literally absolute zero. Like a few days before, you know, he decided or he needed to leave for California to go race with, with Tetter. It's like, he was like, okay, I'm going to go do this. So I'm like, you, you, have to go. <laughs> you haven't been able to do any. You're hurt. Yeah. So, and he's just ready to do it all. Like he's, yeah, he's just That's the any. He's the definition of the anytime, anywhere. Like you know, motocross rider. And it's so, it's badass. so badass.
1: Yeah, I, I love wish it.
6: I could be like in a lot of other ways, man. But yeah,
1: awesome, Justin. We'll get you back on again for sure. Um, thank you, man. It means a lot.
6: Absolutely, buddy. Anytime.
1: Okay, we'll talk to you soon.
6: All right, all right. talk to
1: you. Zip. All right, we appreciate Justin Hill coming on. I also want to thank X Brand Goggles. Uh, X-Brand goggles have grown into the choice goggle company for many of the top racers in the world. Top privateers like Cal Chisholm, Ben LeMay, and Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNCC guys like Craig DeLong, choose X-Brand with multiple lines to choose from, such as EKS-S, the GOX floodouts, and the all-new Lucid with the Wave Latch quick-release lens system, you're sure to find a goggle for you at a price you won't be able to beat. Hit me up, Darkside mx 3 at AOL.com for some pricing, or go to your local dealer and ask for X brand uh, supplied through WPS. All right, we'll be right back with B-Ray. machines so you can too go to bloodlubricants.com to order today don't forget to check out their chain lube two-stroke premix, polyclean and many other products use promo code moto x to support the moto x pod show
0: scotty t here from the moto x pod show with another fantastic product from berm motorsports it's shock socks the number one 10 second removable fork seal protector no one likes having leaky fork seals With shock socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with shock socks. Check your local dealer or go to the Burr webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of shock socks today.
1: If you're anything like me, you remember in the late 80s and the 90s, all the cool custom painted helmets. Jeremy McGrath, Damon Bradshaw, Jeff emig all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom painted helmet. I was always envious. I mean, I knew I'd at least look faster with a custom lid. Now you too can be like your favorite riders. Be one of the cool kids. Kirk Hunter from Extreme Colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered. For only $395, you can have a one of a kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at XKHelmetPainting at gmail.com. And follow them on Instagram at, at Extreme Colors. That's X-T-R-E-M-E-K-O-L-O-R-S. Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X-Pod show sent you, as always. All right, our next guest. First time on the Moto X-Pod show. Tonight, he is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice. If you want the best, just ask current riders Zach Osborne, R.J. Hampshire, Jalik Swald, Damon Bradshaw, Justin Brayton, and Carson Mumford. Check out your local dealerships and ask for Fly Racing, as well as the endless list of products offered by WPS. Tonight, Fly Racing brings us a guy that... Scotty made his first main event in his career mm-hmm. at San Diego. Brandon Ray, B-Ray, and before I get into this, man, I don't know that I can call you B-Ray until A-Ray gives me permission. But what's up, Brandon Ray?
2: Yeah, man, uh, I'm not in any way, shape, or form related to A-Ray. <laughs> I hate when people confuse me. Like, no, no hate to A-Ray, but I yeah. hate when people call me and then, like, so someone called me the heart Rap this weekend, too. So, oh. <laughs> I, I swear, like, I don't know what it is. But, I mean, even though people have the same name, don't
1: mean that they're the same person. You know right, what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, you can call me B-Ray, man. I don't care. Uh, I, I was A-Ray B- well,
1: a- a- is one of my boys. So, I got to make sure it's okay that there's a B-Ray. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I got to yeah. make sure it's okay. But, yeah. Half the people don't even know my real name anyways. So. Yeah. Well, if I'm being 100% honest – I didn't know it, really anything about you. I was at A1 and Julian's like, hey, come over and talk to B Ray. And I remember seeing a post from the team, PRMX, about B Ray, but I didn't know who B Ray was. And then he introduced me and he said, Brandon. I was like, okay, I got to figure out who this guy is, you know? And then, so I, if I'm being honest, I didn't know a lot about you either, dude. It's all, it's all right, man. Well, I want to get to know you now, man. So before we get into you making your first main, like what's your backstory, man? What's your, where'd you grow up? How'd you get into moto? How'd you get into supercross? Like what was your progression?
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I started, my dad, he used to race when he was, uh, you know, uh, back in his day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he got me a dirt bike and the very first time I rode it was the day before I turned three years old. And, uh, you know, he never pushed me to race. Like he you didn't want to be that one, you know, that, that parent to push, you know, their kid and doing something that they don't want to do. So I didn't start racing till I was five. And it was actually my own, my own, it was like, I wanted to do it. Like I went to my dad, I was like, Hey man, like I want to race. And, uh, from then on, you know, I just been progressing over the years and, you know, moving up classes. And, um, in the start of, uh, 2021, I, uh, you know, started racing a class, which is amateur pro. Sure. And then, uh,
1: Oh, I said, sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh
2: yeah. 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 And then, uh, you know, this through that year, I mean, I did have the best, uh, you know, year in racing as, uh, you know, I wasn't really never the top amateur, but I was always pretty fast and, uh, I just didn't really, I didn't have the support, you know, my dad's uh, disabled and, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's on social security and everything. So like, you know, I've, it's always been rough, but we've always been, they've been able to make it happen. And, uh, I did pretty good at Washougal and uh, I got a, um, what's it called? I got, I did pretty good at Washougal and everyone was like, Hey man, like you should have this uh, PRMX team. Like, you know, they're a pretty good team out of Canada. So I actually followed them on Instagram and then, you know, they follow me back and, you know, we started going back and forth and then, yeah, I got on the team and he's like, yeah, I want you to race supercross this year. And, um, you know, I never rate, I never rode supercross. I never wrote an actual supercross track before at all. And, uh, yeah the only i've only my only thing uh, like the closest thing to supercross i did was the supercross futures and you know people can go back and forth about that about the track you yeah. know but i mean it, it it it's a big difference between supercross features and the actual supercross track and um so i got onto an actual supercross track about like three months ago wow and then,
1: <laughs> that's crazy three months ago yeah. dude me, me, and my co-host who's in studio, Scotty, we ride, but nowhere near your level. Like it would take me three years to get good at supercross.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you can definitely, you can definitely see it. The people with more experience and, you know, because you know, supercross is is technical, man. Like, yeah, I, I was, I, I, have been struggling at it, and I, you know, the rhythms kind of came okay. And then but the whoops, man, and the, everyone can see it. The whoops are hard. I mean, even even for the people with experience this year, they're they're building the whoops gnarly. So
1: This year yeah. has been yeah, they've been massive.
0: Yeah, that's a, that was one of my questions was gonna be how how gnarly the whoops are this year and like how like what do you have to do mentally to lap after lap coming through and hit those? 'Cause like guys like you, you know, come and ride at a local track with us and we're like, Oh my god, they're so fast. Yeah. But then like we watch it on TV and it looks like you know, especially in the qualifying, like the first time you know, a couple of the, the, the B uh, practice guys go through it, and you're like, it looks like novice class because those whoops you are so huge. Yeah. So, like, so, it may, so it kind of just puts everything in perspective. So like, what, what is it like to go through those whoops lap after lap after lap?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a big mental part. And, uh, you know, I struggle in whoops, so I'm not the best one to ask about that. Because <laughs> me, I just, I just try to get through them no matter what, if I have to double through them yeah half the time i roll it looks like i mean if they had a d class <laughs> i'd be in d class
1: sure, <laughs> i love it that's funny that you say that so <clears throat> i i i'm sure you've heard of pulpamek steve mathis yeah um i i do a show for him so i i listen live every monday night on and i watch on the youtube channel and there's a chat obviously while the show's going on and somebody asked me who was coming on my show tonight and i mentioned you and I don't remember the guy's name, but he's like, "Hey, ask ask B Ray if he's gotten any better in the whoops." So obviously, it's somebody that knows you or knows of your progress. You still trying to figure him out?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, especially after this um, this week, I, when I made the night show, I kind of got some good TV time, and, <laughs> yeah. and they, they they showed they showed me going through the whoops, which I didn't want them to do. <laughs> and now now my DMs are blowing up with people, you know. And uh, I appreciate their help, you know, but like, you know, they're trying to, you know, they're telling me how I should go through them and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like I try so hard, you know, and, uh, you know, I though Like, that's the thing. I, I, you know, I'm out here, I'm working on them every week. And, but like I said, I only got three months and only two of them I've had on whoops because the first month I didn't even do whoops because they didn't want me to get hurt on them. You know what I mean? Because I went through and I wadded myself through them like the first week I tried them. So they're <laughs> like, hey, we'll take we'll take it easy on the whoops for a second. But
0: wow, uh, it's yeah. funny that people are messaging you that, that are about to do the whoops that are probably never even probably never close have, to yeah. setting a yeah. yeah. set of those.
2: It's yeah, cool. I look at their I I look on their Instagrams and they're <laughs> riding like a like a O2 tick 125 <laughs> or something like that, you know. Shift into yeah. fourth
0: and hammer. Hey,
1: the way I go through whoops is hang a left and go around them
2: <laughs> and jump back yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like motocross, like motocross, you know, that's why I grew up racing. Sure. Uh they yeah. have like the rollers and like I would actually I would actually really fast through the rollers and like I would catch a lot of people in there and I tried hitting the looks like that and yeah, Not they the
1: you can't do that. You, no. Yeah. Total different bike setup, you know, yeah, technique. Uh I actually have gone through a quote-unquote set of supercross whoops at my buddy's place in the past when I was in 06. Uh, first of all, Brandon, I'm old man. I'm 46 or 47, I don't even remember. <laughs> Really? When I was racing in like oh six, oh seven in the plus thirty class, I was riding a lot. My buddy had an arena cross set of whoops. And I was like, all right, man, I feel good. I was in a groove for a few months riding all the time. And it's like I started going through them third gear, you know, and I was I was doing okay. And my buddy, who's an A rider, was like, fourth, dude, go come in the corner, shift up. All right. And I started blitzing through them and I actually got through them a couple times, like good, maybe two times. And I called it. I was like, I'm done. I don't ever want to go <laughs> through these again. That was, that's you it. That's only all go down I, <laughs> I would hate to have to do that every lap. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. I mean,
2: uh, that's good. You end off on a good note, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay.
4: yeah.
1: You go ahead. No, I said, that, I just said, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, you go ahead. You tell tell more of your story, man. Tell about how did it feel getting into the night show? Like, was your goal coming into the season? Like, did you expect yourself yeah. to make a, a, a main? I mean, not a night show, a main.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, uh, coming into the the season, you know, it was, uh, I was really nervous, and but you know, I wanted to set small goals to myself because I never, you know, I never raced for a Supercross before. So I didn't want to, you know, get bummed out if I didn't, you know, hit a goal. But, um, like, you know, I set my first goal, which was make it to a night show, and you know, and a one, I was so nervous, I like wanted to throw up all day, and just feel a lot of stress on myself, and I didn't even make it to the night show, which was, you know, I'm a, I'm a better rider than that. I should be making it to the night show, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I, I do, like, honestly, I, I cried about that. I was like, damn, like this sucks. I like let the whole team down, let myself down, you know, and everything. And then, uh, so, Oakland came around, and I'm actually from, I live, like, 15 minutes from Oakland, uh, and a bunch of my family and friends and just a bunch of people I know went there, and I made it to the night nice show, and I was pumped, and I didn't make it to the main. So, I'll, I mean, I'll, I I was like, all right, like, you know, we're, we're stepping up another step. Yeah. And it definitely built my confidence up. Like, everyone could see it. Like, that week when we were training, we ride at uh, Lake Elsinore. And like I was feeling good, I was working on my whoops all day and everything, and uh, and then we came to San Diego last weekend, and uh, I was a little bit better in the whoops, you know, like it, it show, like it was show, you know, what I mean, when you're working on something, it will show you progressing, and I made it to the main event, and, uh, man, I was I was pumped on that one, but uh, you know, I don't want to think too much of it because I wanted it to be a you know a normal thing, yeah, so you know, I, I'm pumped on it, but I, I should be making the mains. like that's like. Now I now that I did it, I know I can do it. So I'm gonna keep working hard to you know to continue doing it. So now my next goal is top 15. Okay. I got 19. I got 19, and I mean I came out I came out like six or seven on the start in the main event, but then once the lap once I started getting laps, I would start rolling everything. Cause I just wanted to get out of the people's way, like the you know their way. Yep. and I, you know, I'm you, you you're supposed to get out of the way, but you shouldn't be rolling stuff because it's dangerous to you know both people. But I, like, I was just, I was like, when they came around, I was kind of scared. I was like, holy crap, like I don't want to hit someone or get like, in their way and be that one guy. Yeah, you know, what I mean, that messed up, you know. So
1: that's that's great, dude. I I totally get that. I mean, that's anytime I've been on the track and there's faster guys, like, and they're going by that fast, it's you, you kind of you get nervous almost and scared because you're like, oh man, one little mistake and I could clean this dude out. Yeah. Yeah. But especially through
2: those loofs. I mean a lot of pile ups happen and like where another rider hit him, you know.
1: Sure. Uh talk about Team PRMX and Julian. I mean you kinda of talked about social media and hitting them up, but Julian is so good at helping people out. He is he, the guy oh, I yeah. love that guy.
2: Yeah, um Julian, I mean he dude, he's super cool and um, uh, you know, I came down here and he, he just helps me out as much as I can and you know he he runs a tight ship. You know, like uh, he, he you know with me, like he you know he expects me to do good, but he does realize you know I'm a rookie, and yeah. which helps out a lot of my part too because I don't have the you know like constant like you know, like you need to do better, you need to do this, you need to do that. You know he realizes that you know I'm learning, and you can see that I'm progressing, so he's happy with me. And uh, man, like he's just so willing to help everyone out. And you know he took he took a big. Um, what's he call it? A big uh, uh, what's the word like I'm a looking chance? for? It? Like a, yeah, a big chance with me because you know I never raced, you know, pro super. I never raced, you know, really professional. I've only done one. I did, I did Hangtown just out, just I just went and did Hangtown just to do it. So you know, he took a big chance with me, and I appreciate that. You know, big time.
1: Absolutely, yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, we're talking to Brandon Ray on the Race Tech Privateer Profile. Uh, Scotty, what you got, man?
0: Okay, so you know, you kind of mentioned that you you were a couple of things got you nervous and stuff, and I know at this your younger kid, you may look at that as like a a negative thing, but I just want you to like kind of know that the fact that you are getting nervous about something is is shows that you care. and And honestly, I don't buy the whole thing about when guys say like, "Oh, I don't get nervous. I don't let I don't let the fear change how I ride or stuff like that." Like. It's it's not really true. You should, if you're not nervous about this, then that means you don't care. And so the fact that you have this nervousness is is showing that you have a heart for the sport. And so I really like to see that. And I, yeah. I don't let that nervousness get you discouraged. But kind of on race day, what what do you get the most excited about? What kind of like what are the kind of the thoughts that goes through your head? The kind of you know the, the nerves that do happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, dude, I'm I'm excited every time I get to ride my dirt bike. You know, I you know i've always loved doing it and i can't you know I, I like a lot of people you know i can't believe they get burned out and riding and whatnot <laughs> never have and i know i never will um but i mean i get nervous every time i race actually because like you said i do care and i just want to do the best i can and uh and um like even at local races i'll get nervous because like even like i am like i don't know i just you know like you said um i just wanted i just want to do the best i can
1: yeah Dude, I'm I, I, you know again. I told you at the beginning of this, I didn't know much about you, uh, but I very quickly through this interview become a fan of yours. I love your like your excitement and your like your your youthfulness, and, like that, that's just what you said. You know, that you're not burnt out. Like you clearly love racing your dirt bike, and yes, It's also new to you. I love it, man. So we don't have a lot of time with you tonight. I'm about to wrap this thing up, but what I do want to do now that I've got to know you a little bit is I've been writing the privateer profiles for racer X and I want to do one on you. Um, maybe in a week or so I'll call you back. We'll get some time. We'll do like an hour and just visit and I'll write an article on you, man. If you're cool with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah man, that's awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you. We'll revisit a lot of what we just talked about, but we'll probably get in a little deeper because yeah, you got a great personality, man, and I'm <laughs> digging it a lot. So, um, I, I apologize that we don't have more time with you tonight, but I, Oh, we, no, it's fine. Yeah, we will. Scotty and I both will be at Glendale, and we're definitely going to come by the truck and say hi. All
2: right, thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely come by and just, uh,
1: you know, just remind me who you guys are. <laughs> right, no problem. No problem, Brandon. Uh, take care, Brandon, and good luck, man. Get that top 15 this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to try my hardest, man. Thank you,
2: guys. Right. I appreciate it.
1: Yep, we'll be pulling for you. See you soon. All right. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Brandon Ray. B-R- I, I'm going to give him B-Ray now. I like the kid. He can have B-Ray even if A-Ray doesn't like it.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if I was trying to think of what what could be another name that would be close but not the same. And there's really Well he's just, already got B Ray, really that's not, what they're it's calling like him. So it's the picture it's, he has on here that it says B Ray. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: it's locked in. In isn't that his Instagram. What's his Instagram? Do you have it open? Um I just took a picture okay, from, that's from fine. the internet. You guys go check it, but just, just search him if you don't follow him. Brandon Ray uh Brandon Ray. comes yeah, up. I, just Brandon I think Ray it's at B Ray or something like that. But um yeah, he I like that kid <laughs> How many times do I say that? Like everybody is. Have we ever? Is a really cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Have we ever interviewed anybody? And I went. Oh, that sucked. I don't want to do that again. Anyway, that that kid was cool, man. We uh, we're gonna take another commercial break, and I screwed up the whole intro on this thing. I brought him in by with blood r- lubricants, but hmm. it's the Race Tech privateer Did you, spotlight? Oh, yeah. yeah, I introduced him through blood lubricants. I gotta get way to go, a, well, man. It's, it's a new segment. <laughs> Yeah. So, I apologize to checkers, but this that was the Racetech Privateer Spotlight with B-Ray. As we told you, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. You guys know all about Racetech. Uh, engine work. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Uh, Racetech is Privateer proven by supporting SGB, Honda, AJE, Gas Gas, Team Solitaire, and vets like Michael Essie, Ben LeMay, and off-road master Cody Webb. Racetech is a you know, h- helps us out. They're a big sponsor of us, and they're uh, they're doing the the privateer spotlight. <laughs> I will keep that. I'll get that fixed from now on. You know, I, what what is a Moto X-Pod show without me messing something I up? I think it
0: kind of gives us character. <laughs> yeah, I guess whether <laughs> it's good
1: character, bad character, hey,
0: I don't know. No, good press is press, man.
1: <laughs> but I also want to thank Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing is a Texas-based company that is providing high quality quality, economical performance parts. Check out torque one racing.com to see their complete line of products, including the attack candle bar, defy lock on grips and vengeance levers. Uh, Johnny torque one racing have a passion for the racing industry and have been a long time supporter of this show. Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and support those that support us. All right. We'll be right back with Derek Kelly.
2: If you want power, then you need Williams moto
1: works. Wait, what, what was that? It's the Supercross
0: guy, voice.
1: No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So, it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings,
2: transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at WilliamsMotoWorks. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at WilliamsMotoWorks. That's WilliamsMoto and then W-E-R-X
1: at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything Fly Racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try Fly Racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 motocross national champion Zach Osborne as well as Blake Baggett gold medalist Connor Fields and even the beast from the east Damon Bradshaw trust Fly Racing there simply is no better
5: what's up guys this is the 7G Trade out of Intercount I'm here to tell you about aturibus usa for decades aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories like full plastic kits frame guards chain sliders hand guards in 2020 they are the proud sponsors of red bull factory ktm Factory Tile Socky, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to Achiribusa.com or call 1 800 659 1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo Senya.
1: All right, our last guest of the night is one of our favorite guests. He's a regular. He is brought to you tonight by True Fusion Sports for the True Fusion's Derek Kelly check in. True Fusion Sports was created out of a necessity for products designed for recovery and performance at the highest level with natural anti inflammatory ingredients. I'll never spell, spell, say these things right, like arnica, Montana flour, and magnesium sulfate. Well, I guess that was pretty easy. They're so, <laughs> so topical. Sure. Their soaks and topical relief pain mend injuries and allow muscles to perform at their highest level. Use code Moto XPod 10 to save at TrueFusionSports.com. That's true with no E. Tonight, True Fusions brings us one of the owners of True Fusion, Derek Kelly. What up, buddy? How's it going, guys? It's going good, man. Uh, got to be going good for you, man. I know you got to be much happier with your ride and your results at San Diego, man. It's It's been a couple, you know, I know I think Oakland wasn't great for you but steps in the right direction.
3: That's exactly what it is. I mean, um, I'm not completely satisfied with how it went. Like I, I shouldn't have tipped over and, and gave up top 10, but um, it was definitely a a good day and a, and a step in the right direction for sure.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it it would be bad if you were content without win. So that's, that's the competitor in you. That's good that you want more. Um, I think a lot of people now, look, I know you hate talking about fantasy, but I, I'm in fantasy chats and I'm on some, you know, in different things. And some of the guys yeah. are like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm gonna bite the bullet. I'm going for Derek Kelly today. And I'm like, yeah, he's going to be good. He told me he's going to be good. He's going to be good. All right, we're going <laughs> Derek Kelly. And you know, during the, the race, we're com everybody's commenting and you know, and there's, you know, he's like, Oh damn it. Derek Kelly maybe dropped a spot and they're mad. I'm like, dude, he's good. He's good. He's getting, and you, you wrote your ass off, dude. It was awesome. Everybody Thank in fantasy you. that picks you was happy. I know how much that means to you. Uh, but no, <laughs> really, though, man, you just, like, I was watching you in uh, qualifying, you know, and I, I think I texted you and, you know, they they talked, Dan talked about you a little bit, but you look good. Do you like your quarter speed look good? You just Thank looked, you. you look like you were flowing better than you have the last two weeks.
3: Yeah, definitely. I, I felt like, obviously, training you you ride a lot more loose and I, I yeah. felt like I rode more like I do during the week, which was, which was really good. And, um, I'm just, I just hope I figured out. I, I'm pretty sure I figured out that that I just need to ride like I do on the weekday and, and let it all go and, and just ride like it's a normal day.
1: So it wasn't anything that you found in, in a setting or any a clamp change. It's just, which you probably don't have a lot of opportunity to do that during the week, I'm sure. But right. it, it was, it's really just finding a comfort spot.
3: Yeah, it's just a, it's just a mental, mental thing. I just need yeah. to flip the switch and, and just go ride. I think, um, it was nice to be, I mean, obviously B practice isn't where you want to be, but, um, it was cool to kind of be out there by myself almost and, mm-hmm. and get yeah. some, get some good laps in and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I qualified really good, like sitting after the first qualifying, I was six and, uh, I mean, the track got a lot better, like in the second qualifying. So, um. Like right, right after B practice, so I was kind of bummed on that. But oh yeah, yeah, still, still ended up top ten. But I don't
1: remember. I don't remember how much faster your lap times were than the other guys in B practice. But like, you need to be in A practice. Yeah, it was about three seconds. Yeah, yeah, I knew it was quite <laughs> a bit. But uh, go ahead, yeah. Scotty.
0: I know. Uh, so it, it was. It's cool to see that you know you're, you're getting to where you want to go. Like how how did you like? Because you didn't seem like you were really doing anything wrong and just kind of everything just kind of just didn't work out so to finally get that right. step in the right direction like like what is what has kind of gone through and like what have you kind of uh like taken from this to, to move forward and like how do you how have you kept your your uh your drive and determination
3: yeah it's definitely disheartening when uh when you feel like you're riding good like i, I qualified good both both oakland and anaheim and and i had a pretty good heat race in, in anaheim it's just things happen and um just just mentally i've just tried to to really let everything go and and um, focus on the riding and not really the outcome or the past past outcomes for sure, just uh just trying to keep my head up and and move forward I mean you can't really change the path so, so there's no sense in stressing on it or being bummed out,
1: yeah, talk about the tracks, man for, sitting at home, the media guys were all talking about how big the whoops are and how much more aggressive <laughs> these tracks seem to be than years past like uh, there there was no uh, build your way into the season, like the whoops are scary,
3: dude. Sure. Yeah, they definitely, they, they haven't taken it easy on us, <laughs> per se, for the, yeah. for the whoops. Like, I, that's not really a bad thing for me. Like, I I feel like that's one of my strong suits is the whoops. Yeah. So, um, that's not something that I really, it. I like it because it separates. You know, if you have easy, easy whoops, like everybody does the same rhythms, everybody does the same corners, and especially some like Oakland, and last last night really was one line. So you you're only really passing people on that dragon's back and in the whoops. So um, if you don't have big whoops, there's nowhere to
1: pass. Okay, know? yeah, yeah. Th- that dragon back man, watching that during qualifying, I was like, ooh, somebody's like somebody's gonna go like, yeah. launch that burn because that was a big gap off the dragon yeah. over the single, and then like okay, if you clip it and whiskey a little bit, like you are launching. Into the stratosphere off that because there was no nets.
0: Yeah, there There was no. that one time where, like, it, it like they didn't pan the camera through that dragon's back, they just showed the guys coming by it and it yeah. was like a blur. and I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh my god, yeah. it's so fast!
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, it was uh, walking the track that was really the only place, like, all the rhythms were really simple, like, mm-hmm. it was a double, triple, double or on off, triple, like, it was really simple, um, except for that dragon's back. And I was like, I was kind of stressing on it, but. <laughs> but definitely watching like C practice, and then some of the guys in, in B were were not very committed committed on it, and it, it kind of bit them a few times in qualifying and, and free practice. It just came down to like you you had to hit it wide open and and not check off of it.
1: Yeah, that's that seems simple enough, Scott. You just
0: hit it wide open. Well, that's basically
1: what I told like myself six feet later.
0: That's what (laughs) made the. I don't. I I guess it's kind of like which which one of the whoops have been the hardest? Because to me, this this past weekend in San Diego, it seemed like you the whoops got bigger at the end, but you also had to you couldn't go. You weren't speeding into a bowl corner. You were checking up to a flat corner. So Mm -hmm. like, which one was the hardest?
3: They were uh, they were tricky this weekend, but like I've only been racing for a couple years now, and out of all the main events I've done these whoops for me were the easiest because I could still, they, they were still pretty much together. Like I could actually get up on top of them and skim yeah. them still during the main event. So I actually felt like these were the easiest compared to like the whoops at Anaheim right after the finish line were probably the gnarliest ones. I'd say.
0: Yeah. Those they looked, they those ones was, were just
3: so, so peaky. Yeah. You know,
0: it almost took a – it almost even took a flagger out with Malcolm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, so what what do you need besides the mental stuff? What is it – what's the next step? Like, how do we get top ten?
3: Definitely a start. Okay. Um I think, like, I, I had a horrible start. Like, other than those guys being on the ground, I was last place around that first turn. Um, so, like, I have the speed to work in a top ten, even with a bad start. I just need to – to one get a good start and then if i don't get a good start just stay stay on two wheels and like no tip overs and stuff like that where where it loses time like i had i had a really good good main event um consistent speed so like all my laps were within one to two seconds other than that one tip over so i just um stay on two wheels and get a good start and that's the the results will come
1: Absolutely, dude, Derek. um, Short check in tonight, but like every week, every couple weeks when you come on, man, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I love getting to watch you ride. Even though I I wish I could pick you every week because I I feel like from now on you're going to be good points. But uh, dude, if if something
3: happens, I don't want to be getting any (laughs) DMs. saying I screwed their fantasy team because it's going to
1: happen. Just ignore
3: it, dude. I just that's don't all understand you can do. it, dude. Okay, no, I, like, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. it's, yeah. just, it's just hilarious to me because, like, I, I just locked all this money and and all this stuff from from we the weekend, and, that, and I'm Derek. all beat up.
1: We don't care about that. We care about our well, points. Do you know what's on the line? <laughs> Nothing. Like, no, that's that's not true. There I'm are just... free bikes on the line. Like, dude, the winner. of You're Fantasy already getting gets... a free bike. Okay. In general, uh. <laughs> I'm not blowing him out on DMs. I don't do that. But the people that are are like, dude, I could win. You know, there's free YZ450s in, like, Yeah, it, it, well, that's I
4: know, not none, my of fault. That, I know yeah. none of
1: that matters to you. But there are people that take this so – hell, I take it serious because it's fun. Well, pick better. Yeah, well, dude, that's the thing. Okay, so TJ's <laughs> not in here tonight. TJ, my, one of my co-hosts, he's like, it's a game of skill. No, it's not. Like, the you
3: could take it's, it's a lot of luck, honestly. It is. Like,
1: you could take the most consistent guy every week, whoever that is, let's say it's Cooper Webb, every week, but the week you pick him, the bike blows up. That's not yeah, luck.
3: like, like, I got all this hate from, like, I, I never really got any hate up until Oakland, and right. um, like, I had a crash in the heat race, and then I got together. Again with somebody that wasn't even my fault, and then I I crashed again in the LCQ because of something that wasn't my fault. Like, right? It's like I may have got a bad start, but other than that, like it wasn't my riding that kept me out no. of the main event there. So it's and just. It's- it's really
1: not that with the the weirdos that are you know I mean I ask my weirdo too but I don't again I don't yell at the writers the people that do that they're just so into like they don't really blame you but in the heat of the moment like even like Dan Truman would get data he's super big into it he's like one of the guys that helped start the Pulp Fantasy League and JT yeah. Jason Thomas those guys are like you know there's so many things I want to say to these guys yeah, you know not Dan blame... will Dan yeah. Dan could pick. He he's helping Cooper Webb right now. And if he picks Cooper and Cooper shits the bed, he's gonna tell Cooper like, We need to cut that out. I shouldn't yeah. have said the F bomb. But twenty three PM. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's not you. You're just gonna have to ignore it, really. Or or I
3: I don't honestly I don't even care. I just it's just funny, it's just perplexing to me, honestly. Yeah. like I, I just get the, the mindset that's because you don't go play
0: on. yeah i'm with you derek i don't play either and it kind of um, it's just it's, see that's because you well don't play. I, I
3: get the i get the being upset about like having a bad round or the yeah. riders but i don't get the the dm the people like to say like it, it's not like it affects me in any way it's, like i just think it's funny
1: like, yeah it's 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 weird i don't know how to go ahead
0: i did have one quick question okay. uh, out of out of the guys that you're kind of your group of guys your closest competitors who who so far this season has kind of surprised you um
3: there's a lot of people riding really good. I think, um, Walsh lat- last, night, Dylan Walsh. Yeah. Um, he definitely stepped it up Like seeing him in practice before a one and all that stuff. Like he definitely stepped it up, especially, especially at San Diego. Um, and just, everybody's just, just riding really good. And I mean, um, Brandon Ray made the main event. There's just people that that are making main events pretty quick. And, and I mean, everybody's fast. Like everybody trains hard. So, um, Nothing's really a surprise. It's just when people kick it into gear, it's it's nice to see.
1: Yeah, we just got off the phone with Brandon Ray, and he's only been riding Supercross. I think he's at three months.
0: Like, he's yeah,
3: a, he, yeah, he's crazy. A, he's a really talented rider. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, everywhere but the woods, he's super fast. So <laughs> I, if I was him, yeah, he's, I would he just,
0: mentioned it. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, I would just be doing laps just hitting whoops just yep. hit the whoops turn around hit the whoops to turn around but um, other than that if he figures out the whoops he's going to be a problem
1: yeah you, you, you we just talked about dms for fantasy he said i was getting d i'm getting dms from people telling me how to hit the whoops and then i look at their their <laughs> profile and they're like on a 95 kx 250 you
4: know, yeah. so yeah we yeah.
1: all think we know what you guys need to do it's just you you should just uh, like accept it and be like yeah you know all right dude I'm gonna do better for your fantasy I'm sorry you know you should just play it. <laughs> well, into... I,
3: I told one guy, I told one guy that DM me. He's like, oh, I, I thought you were good at this, and, <laughs> and I'm disappointed that <laughs> you do like all this shit. And I I text him. I, I the only one I replied to, I was just like, um, oh no worries, I'll pick you for my for my fantasy league next week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's great. There you go, Derek, dude. Uh, Thank you for jumping on here again, man, and um, look forward. We'll actually see you in Glendale, so we'll come by right. and say hi. But look uh, it, yeah. yeah, man, kill it at, a, at A2, and stay safe, man. Thank you.
3: Sounds good. Talk uh, to you later. All
1: right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Right. Yeah. All right, that is the True Fusion Sports. Uh, Derek Kelly, check in. Yeah. Cool. Um, So that was a good show. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously my hemming and hawing and making mistakes is, and I got to cut that F-bomb out. But uh, you guys won't know that because I'm gonna try to go find it and cut it out. You'll <laughs> know it now because unless F-bomb. you're gonna cut that, yeah, that was part we, out still that was a big f bomb. Yeah. All right. I want to thank all of our sponsors: uh, Cherubies USA, Race <clears throat> Tech, Fly Racing, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, <clears throat> Excuse me, Torque One Racing, R, R- Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motor Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants. You guys got to go hit up Extreme Colors, man. You guys need. There's no way you don't want a custom painted helmet. Email xk for extreme colors helmet painting xk helmet painting at gmail.com. Uh, he he sells his helmets, he cut full custom paint jobs for three ninety five. dollars If you tell me you're a Moto X Pod show listener, he'll knock 50 bucks off. You will get a one of a kind uh helmet. Now, there's a couple sitting on the table. I don't, I guess you can see them on camera, uh, that he's done for me. So, anyway, yeah, hit those guys up blood lubricants. Powerband racing, true fusion sports. Do that too. If you want to help these privateers out, rjerky.com, eat rjerky.com and true fusion sports. Derek Kelly is a part owner in True Fusion Sports, and they've got a lot of great products. True Fusion Tru Fusion Use promo code Moto XPod10 to get you some, you know, some uh some cream, some healing cream. Like what is it? I got right here? The uh the rapid cooling cream for muscle and joint relief. I love that stuff. It's awesome. I've been using it. And then again, our jerky, if you want to support the wageman brothers and use promo code moto 21, uh, Scotty, I think that's it. We're out. Yep. All right. We're out. We'll be back next week. As far as I know, unless something crazy happens, cause I am going to see tool Monday night.
0: So, so I, we are planning on, we are going to do a show. As
1: of now, there is a show next week. I have, let me think about this. Um, Oh, uh, Joseph Allen, the guy that's been doing the commentating on race on the, um, floor guy. Oh, okay. He's, he was on America's Got Talent. He's from Texas. He raced. And he's been doing, like, the floor announcing. He's doing a little bit of stuff during Race Day Live. He's coming on. And I have a couple of them lined up. But off the top of my head, I don't remember who I've talked to. Yeah. So,
0: I think I uh, – who did I see him talk to? It was the oh, – I can't, I don't, I can't yeah, remember who well, we'll talked to. Out.
1: We'll make sure everything's locked in before next week. Uh, but that's it for this episode. And we'll talk to you guys soon. We're out.